Now, Kyler Murray can face severe sanctions and loss of money. Can it all be made up in an extension? Sure, but it doesn't seem like the Cardinals want to extend. So we got a problem. So I think the Kyler Murray thing will go on and on through the offseason. The Cardinals will continue to slow play it or just ignore it, and he won't show up. Hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to the Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt, coming to you on a... uh, Week I'm traveling, my vacation week, spring break, from Villanova. I'm out in the mountains in Arizona, but always want to get to you with some important Brant's rants. Last couple of weeks, we've had Don Vanata talking about the Cowboys cheerleading Boyer scandal. We had Tony Dungy a couple of weeks ago talking about failures of racial hiring in the NFL and the Rooney rule. Time for some rants. Time for some things going on as we get busy in the business of sports, especially the business of football. But I'll talk about baseball, too. So welcome to the Business of Sports Brands Rants edition for this week. We are presented, as always, by our sponsor, DraftKings, produced by Brian Neal, ably uh, musically produced by Sam Brandt, my son, who I just visited. Let's get right to it. First rant, I'm going to talk about Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. So as we remember before this week, Kyler Murray the young starter for the Cardinals, who was in the MVP discussion at midseason, trailed off after that, had scrubbed all his social media or Instagram references to the Arizona Cardinals. Once he did that, everyone's sort of looking, you know, that's the day and age we live in. Social media scrubbing means something. And it turns out it probably did, because we have this manifesto from Eric Burkhart, who I know, who's the agent for Kyler Murray coming out yesterday morning. So that would be Monday morning, February 28th. I'm talking to you on Tuesday, March 1st. And okay, it was a long read. It was in some crazy font. People are talking about it. But here's how I boil it down. I try to do for you every week my translations, which basically was, hey, the Cardinals have gotten this guy, Kyler Murray, on a crappy rookie contract for the last three years as a starter. So they've had this incredibly undervalued asset as a starter for the last three years. It's time to show them the money. And I basically translated on Twitter that, yes, he's had a crappy contract for three years. Time to show him the money. And one of the likes from that translation, translation, was from, you guessed it, Eric Burkhart, the author of that post and the agent for Kyler Murray. And by the way, the agent for Cliff Kingsbury as well. So what we have now is this, I guess, missive out there from Kyler Murray's camp. Like, hey, it's time to get paid. Like, that's what it boils down to. It's time to get paid. Now, I'm guessing what happened is this is not the first salvo he's made to the Arizona Cardinals and likely did it before the Kyle Murray scrubbing of his Instagram Let's review. The collective bargaining agreement does not allow renegotiations until three years into a player's career for drafted players. Of course, Murray's the top pick in the draft in 2019. He plays 19, 20, and 21. And lo and behold, come the end of the season, he is eligible for an extension. So what the Cardinals have had these past three years is their starting quarterback playing, who is probably equivalent to pick a number, 20, 25, million dollar value playing for five six million dollars a year they are getting extraordinary value from that 
Not the value, not the extraordinary value that the Cowboys got when Dak Prescott was starting and making six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars. Not the extraordinary value the Seahawks got when Russell Wilson was starting making eight hundred thousand dollars. But extraordinary value, even though he's get the top overall contract in the draft. Here's the problem. My guess, and it's from being in this business a long time, is the Cardinals said, in effect, we think we want to wait. We don't think we want to do a deal now. We think we want And basically, the position, although we don't know what went on exactly, of the Cleveland Browns towards Baker Mayfield and the Baltimore Ravens towards Lamar Jackson, as we know, the three outstanding quarterbacks that came up for contract last year in Murray's position this year were Josh Allen got his deal and Jackson and Mayfield. Two of those three did not get deals. So my sense is the Arizona Cardinals told Kyler Murray's camp, we're going to wait. Now, maybe it's we're going to wait through the year, excise the option, then you have two years of contract control, or maybe it's just wait till later in the offseason. But although Jackson and Mayfield were at least publicly with the fact that their teams were waiting and not extending them, this might go differently. This looks like it's going to go differently. Kyler Murray is not going to go quietly in the night like Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield, it seems. So this is setting up for what could be a discord with the star quarterback and the organization. Here's the problem for the Cardinals. And this is where we are with contracts for quarterbacks in the NFL. No player, especially this player, it seems, is going to take a medium deal. What do I mean by medium deal? Maybe a bridge deal from a rookie contract to this all-out veteran top-of-the-market deal. Maybe a 15 on the low end and $22, $23 million a year on the upper end kind of deal. Because now they're all getting $30 million plus, and Dak Prescott... And Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, if you take out the length of those deals, which I think are extraordinary lengths, benefiting the Bills and Chiefs, are 40 plus million a year. So 40 plus million a year is the standard for young, productive quarterbacks. Now, we can all debate, hey, Kyler Murray's not like Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott. But you know how that's going to play to the camp of Kyler Murray and the agent. Of course, they think he is. So here's the problem. I don't know if there's a quarterback like Murray that's going to take a medium deal. So now you put the team in a no-win situation or an easy decision situation. They get them for two more years of contract control and franchise tags past that. And they don't have to do one of these crazy $40 million a year deals. From the, from the Cardinal standpoint, I get it. I understand it. Let's see more, especially tailed off at the end of the year. From the Murray standpoint, I get it too. Listen, every, these guys have all been extended. Now, we just said Mayfield and, Ray, and Jackson haven't, but Mahomes was extended. Allen was extended. Deshaun Watson was extended. And, of course, the two that are the cautionary tales and maybe the, the cause of all this, Jared Goff and Carson Wentz, they were extended with huge deals right out of the gate on their fourth year. Maybe that's the big problem here. Maybe teams like the Ravens, the Browns, and now the Cardinals are using the Goff and Wentz situation as cautionary tales. And if they are, oh boy, <laughs> we got a problem. The wrath, the detritus left behind on those contracts. 
we see what's going on with Carson Wentz now with Indianapolis. We see what's going on with Jared Goff and how the Rams benefited once he left. Here we are. You know, the these deals are coming back to haunt. The ghosts of the Wentz and Goff deals are here. So what happens with Kyler Murray? Well, I doubt he'll show up for offseason stuff, but then we get to the real day of reckoning, which is training camp. And you cannot, we can say he won't show up and pull whatever and Aaron Rodgers last year, but he's on a rookie contract. The sanctions for holdouts, especially on rookie contracts, even more than veteran contracts, are severe. They are severe and they are not optional. This is what the CBA hath wrought in terms of more owner-friendly uh, terms. Now, Kyler Murray can face severe sanctions and loss of money. Can it all be made up in an extension? Sure, but it doesn't seem like the Cardinals want to extend. So we got a problem. So I think the Kyler Murray thing will go on and on through the offseason. The Cardinals will continue to slow play it or just ignore it, and he won't show up. Now, not showing up in April, May, June is no big deal in my mind. I've always felt that, even when I was with the team. But not showing up in August is a bigger deal, and we'll see what happens. But let's put a pin in this one. We're going to be back. Kyler Murray, again, the missive, the manifesto from his agent yesterday on February 28th, basically show me the money. I'm guessing that missive was expressed to the Cardinals before it went on social media. I'm guessing the Cardinals said, not at this time. And here we are, scrubbed Instagram. We're having a problem. Before we get to next rant, our next sponsor is a product I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I always want to optimize my health. I want a better gut health, more energy, better immune system. I didn't want to take all these pills, vitamins. I want a supplement that actually tastes great. I wanted to see the hype was. And now I've been taking it for years. It's great. One scoop. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens, help you start your day right. I've been doing it now probably five years. Um, you know, tons of people take the multivitamins. This is a micro habit. It's one thing you can do every, every day, and you just take it in the morning. You scoop it into water. You stir it up, and you down it. You get your greens. You get your health for the day. It costs less than $3 a day. It's cheaper than all the supplements. You're investing in all-in-one nutritional insurance, supports better sleep quality. I've noticed that, better recovery for all the training that I do. So I'm a fan. So right now, reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially in we're in flu and cold season in a lot of the country. It's just one scoop in water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills, supplements. Look out for your health. AG Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash BOS for business of sports. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash BOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Next rant, I want to talk about the international schedule that came out yesterday. For the NFL, the NFL did not announce the games, exactly who would be playing, nor did they announce the, the uh, dates. But here's what we know. Three teams are hosting games in London. They are the Green Bay Packers, which I'll talk a little more about, the New Orleans Saints, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, a couple things of note here. 
we are in entering year two of the 17-game NFL schedule. With that, last year, the teams that had nine home and eight away games were the AFC teams. This year, the teams that have nine home and eight away games are the NFC teams. So of the five teams I just mentioned for international play, four are from the NFC, the Packers, the Saints, the Bucks, and the Cardinals. They will continue to have, as they've had every year up until now, eight home games. So you can look at it and say, why they take a game away from the Saints or the Packers or the Cardinals? Well, they did, but then again, compared to what we've had in the few past, they didn't. So what we'll have now is Packers, the, the historic Lambeau field advantage, which I've been part of for a decade, are going to have eight home games, eight away games, and one game in London. Saints, eight home games, eight away games, one game in London. Bucks, eight home games, eight away games, one game in Munich. Cardinals, eight home games, eight away games, one game in Mexico. What's the fifth team? Well, they are from the AFC. They're the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are a fixture in London games. If anyone's not paid attention, once they started having London games, Jacksonville owner Shad Khan was all over it and goes every year. So unlike every other team in the AFC is going to have eight home games, the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to have seven home games, nine away games, and one game in London. Think about that. Seven home games, nine away games, and one game in London. Jacksonville is a fixture in London. I've called them the London Jaguars. I get the Jaguars contingent upset at me, but what are we looking at here? They are always going overseas and always going to London. It doesn't bode well for the Jacksonville fans. And if you get armed up at me, get armed up at the franchise, which continues to take games away from Jacksonville and put them in London. All right. I just had to get that out. The international games are out. Packers, by the way, going overseas, I, even back in my day, they started talking about this. We'd always resist. Packers always resist. Lambeau Field can't give up a game, can't give up a game. And now they have. And in the same day, there's an announcement or a thought by Mark Murphy, the president of the Packers, saying, hey, we may host a draft in 2024. Now, that's interesting. Same day, the league, which is always political, saying, hey, go overseas, do the London thing, and we'll, you know, look at you for the draft. Of course, the, uh, the Green Bay is never going to have something like the Super Bowl, but it could have the draft. And that'd be fun. That'll probably be 2024, 2025. We'll see. And then last thing on the Packers, they promote with uh, Abbey Road looking uh, picture on the Packers website or Packers Twitter with players that are not named Devontae Adams or Aaron Rodgers. This is an Aaron Rodgers decision free podcast. I hope to make it that, but that was interesting. Listen, <laughs> There are signs pointing all, all over the place for Aaron. Let's just see what he does. My, my only take here is that if Aaron Rodgers was coming back, what are we doing here? You know, what's all this drama? What are we doing? You know, how many other players in the league just decide, uh, uh, I'm going to take a while to see if I want to come back to you? Unless he's really thinking about retirement. I just don't get it. Anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> I want to get to another rant. But first, I want to give a word from our sponsor, our presenting sponsor, DraftKings. Hey, did you know you can fund your DraftKings account with cash? Yep, just sign up in the DraftKings Sportsbook app, select Fun with Cash in the payment section, get a digital barcode, then 
Just take your cash and barcode to any one of our thousands of participating stores. Super easy. And while you're there, why not pick up DraftKings gift cards? Don't know what to get your buddy for his birthday? DraftKings gift cards say thanks to a neighbor who helped you carry a soap up three flights of stairs. DraftKings gift card. Want to give yourself a present? DraftKings gift card. Done and done. Just visit DraftKingsGiftCard.com. Find a participating store near you. March is here. Get in the game with these two awesome, fun, and easy account funding options. Minimum age, 21 plus. Low shaking requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook. Full list of requirements and state-specific gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem called 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee. TN Redline, 1-800-889-9789. Connecticut, 888-789-7777. In New York, 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. LGB restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Card is issued by Metabank NA, member FDIC. My third rant is about baseball. As we sit here today on March 1, we are technically a day past the deadline to get baseball done. And as everyone knows my saying, deadlines spur action. Well, the deadline's been moved to 5 o'clock today, which tells me we're going to have something. I've been saying this for a while. Baseball will get a deal. The collective bargaining will get solved today, March 1st, by 5 p.m. Eastern. I just feel like they were talking on deadline day, issues to make up. We hear about the collective bargaining tax, which is the uh, competitive balance tax, sorry, which is the luxury tax. They're $10 million apart on that. Owners want to start it at 230. Players will start it at 220. They're 100,000 or so off on the minimum salary. The issues are the two plus players. It just seems like they can work this out. As I've talked about the baseball uh, negotiations, we're not dealing with the big issues that other, you know, it doesn't seem like revenue share split. Revenue split is the big issue in every collective bargaining agreement is on, on debate here. It's certainly not the salary cap on debate. Remember, Every other sport, they have something called a salary cap. It's this luxury tax where teams can spend over, unlike a cap. They just have to pay a little tax. Only two teams did last year, and the owners want to rev up that cap, that tax number. Uh, I'm sorry, the players want it up, and the owners want it lower. My bad on that. So is it going to get done? I have thought so from the beginning. And as far as the posturing, the posturing is all out to the public through their media sources to get the public to say, oh, blame them. The players' media uh, spins are always, hey, blame the owners. The owners' media spins are always to get people to say, hey, blame the players. Now, there seems to be a strengthening, a strength in the Major League Baseball Players Association that we certainly don't see in football. I don't know the reason. I think it goes back to the dawn of collective bargaining for baseball, Marvin Miller, uh, but here it is. I mean, this is happening. I, as we speak today, I think they're getting closer. The strength is there. You see uh, stars involved in this. Max Scherzer, who just signed a $37 million a year deal at age 37. Uh, he's a part of it. That, that means something. You know, I think that means something. NBA, I've talked about this before. Chris Paul, LeBron James at the table. That means something. Um, I think... Football seems to have more rank-and-file players at the lead, which I don't know why the stars aren't more involved, but if they were, I think that means something. I think it's gravitas when you get in front of owners with big-name players. But anyway, I digress with the NFL. CBA, which is locked in for another 10 years. NFL owners have it great. And the NMLB owners 
have it good, but they're trying to hold off on these issues, which again, I see as minor issues. Deadlines spur action. Uh, the posturing was, hey, it went well, but then there was negative, and then the players are going to walk away, and everyone's mad. Ignore that. Ignore that. Teams, players, leagues, owners, unions don't make their best, absolutely positively best offers until we're at a deadline. That's it. You can just ignore all the offers before that. What is the offer at the deadline walkaway date? And that's where we are. So I predict as we sit here March 1st, about 11 a.m. Mountain Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, that will be the next four hours. All right, that's my rant on baseball. And now word from Cuts Clothing. They perfected the art and science of men's shirts. You can just throw one on, look great. You don't even have to think twice about it. I like their style. It's a totally revolutionized the traditional, outdated T-shirt category. They developed their own fabric. It would stand the test of time. It's great for any kind of wear, whether you're out part socializing or at work. It's designed with a modern, tailored fit. They're insanely comfortable. They have all the essentials for looking sharp. They have hoodies, polos, and more. You can stop bouncing between brands. Just stick with cuts, clothing. Join hundreds of thousands of guys like me. They made the simple decision to elevate their wardrobe with cuts. Get 15% off your first order by going to cutsclothing.com slash BOS. Cutsclothing.com slash BOS. That's business of sports. You get 15%, the only shirt worth wearing, and that's from Cuts. Cuts Clothing works for me. Hope it works for you. That'll do it for this week's edition of the Business of Sports. I want all of you to not only sign up for the newsletter and andrew-brandt.com, but also andrew-brandt.com slash SBL. I'm now offering a sports business league. You can get daily content from me every day, weekly meetings, instruction, how to work on the salary cap, how to work for a team, how to work for a league, how to work for a union, how to work for an agent, how to work in the business of sports. Just go to andrew-brandt.com slash SBL, the Sports Business League, and be part of it. Also, Apple Podcasts, rankings, comments, truly appreciate. Share this podcast with a friend if you would. I would truly appreciate that. You know my Twitter, Andrew Brandt, Instagram, Andrew Brandt 2. I go on Clubhouse now and then, ADB719. And that's the show. Thanks to producer Brian Neal, my musical producer. You hear the music? Sam Brandt, my son. I just visited him in L.A. And I'll be back next week with another edition of the Business of Sports with Andrew Brandt.